Welcome to the Caregiver Conversations podcast. My name is Antonia Harbin-Lamb, and I am the Program Manager for Great Lakes Legal Mediation Division and a staff attorney for the Elder Law and Advocacy Center with Neighborhood Legal Services Michigan. The purpose of this podcast is to provide information and resources for caregivers so they can be more successful and effective caregivers. This segment is being sponsored by the PREVENT Initiative. The PREVENT Initiative funds programs focused on elder abuse and neglect prevention. Today I have with me Dr. Serena Berger, and we will be discussing oral health and what caregivers need to know about it. Dr. Serena Berger graduated from the University of Michigan undergrad with a Bachelor of Science degree in biopsychology and from the University of Michigan Dental School with a Doctor of Dental Surgery degree. She is a general dentist and a dental practice owner, along with her husband, Dr. Dexter Fleming. They are the owners of Michigan Center for Oral Surgery. Dr. Berger is also the founder of Practice Nest, a referral management service for dental practices, offering them dental group discounts, continuing education, and temporary staffing service. She is also a fellow with the International Congress of Oral Implantologists, Vice President for the Detroit District Dental Society, a member of the American Dental Association, the Michigan Dental Association, and a member of the National Association of Women Business Owners. She is a mentor and involved in many community service efforts and a good friend of mine. Hello, Sarana. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Antonia, for inviting me. So we're going to talk about oral health today. First of all, what do caregivers need to understand about oral health for their loved one and even for themselves? Thank you for your question. So oral health in older adults is really important. Older Americans have actually the worst oral health outcomes in our country because a lot of times older Americans, unfortunately, have lower socioeconomic status, lack insurance during their older ages. So they tend to have worse oral health outcomes. Senior citizens who live in senior facilities are also more likely to have poor oral health outcomes. As Americans get older, unfortunately, they lose dental insurance and the federal Medicare program does not cover routine dental care. So there are a few things that we really need to be aware of when it comes to oral health. Untreated dental decay is a major problem in the age population. Dental decay causes severe problems with pain, nutrition, etc., so looking out for dental decay is something caregivers should look for. Gum disease is a diagnosis where patients lose bone around their teeth and they may end up with loose teeth or their teeth may look longer. About two in three adults over the age of 65 have some sort of gum disease. Then we need to be aware of tooth loss. What happens in older adults? when they lose teeth. Nearly one in five adults age 65 years or older have lost all of their teeth. And having missing teeth can impact their nutrition, their well-being, etc. 
Oral cancer in the older population is something else we also need to be aware of as it's a primary diagnosis in older adults, and the median age is about 62 years old. So it occurs more often in older patients. Lastly, in the population that you care for, Antonia, chronic disease is a major contributing factor for oral health. A lot of older patients are taking prescription drugs, over-the-counter drugs, and a lot of these prescriptions have adverse impact on oral health, namely uh, reduced saliva flow, which could lead to other issues in their mouth. So those are some of the oral health problems that the caregivers need to really be aware of. Untreated dental decay, gum disease, tooth loss, looking for oral cancer in the mouth, white spots in the mouth, and being aware of the impact of medication use on dry mouth. Okay, thanks, Rana. That's really good information. Some things that I really didn't or really wasn't aware of. How about how should a caregiver care for their loved one's teeth or oral health? Well, if the patient has teeth, let's first. What you want to make sure is that if the person has a debilitation of some sort, you want to make sure you can help them brush their teeth, okay? Sometimes if patients are older, they lack dexterity. So if the caregiver could help the patient twice a day, brush their teeth, um, you may want to put on disposable gloves because you're in a patient's mouth. You don't want to transmit disease from you to the patient or vice versa. So tell, show, do is a good technique that the CDC recommends when trying to teach patients how to brush their teeth. So tell the patient what you're going to do, show them what you're going to do, and then either help them perform the tooth brushing or watch them as they, as they do it. So teeth brushing is very important. If patients have dentures, you want to make sure that the patient is removing those dentures at night and cleaning those prostheses with mouthwash, with brushing, as a risk associated with having prostheses that you keep in your mouth overnight. You can harbor bacteria in your mouth. So you want to make sure that if, if they're wearing dentures, they take them out. You help them clean if they're wearing a partial denture. And you also want to take those out as well and clean and let it soak overnight in mouthwash. And then in the morning, dry them out, rinse them out, and have the patient put them back in their mouth. Sometimes patients don't want to go without their teeth. Um, if they're willing to, this is a better route. But those are some tips for caregivers when looking after patients or family members who need help with their oral health concerns. Okay, great. And what about, they always advise, you know, about flossing. What, it, what about that? Is that something that needs to be done? If you have teeth, you should continue that practice, right? Um, absolutely, yes. If you can. Okay. Um, that's difficult for a caregiver to perform on another patient. Yeah. If it's possible, please do so. But the main thing is that you want to make sure that the mouth is clean on the surface. So brushing or rinsing with mouthwash, if that's the bare minimum, that will work. Okay. All right. Flossing is added benefit, but that may be difficult to accomplish. If the patient can do that themselves, then great. But for a caregiver, I would focus on 
making sure the mouth is clean, making sure that their you know, teeth are brushed and any removable prosthesis is taken out at night. Okay, got it. Thanks a lot. Now, since we're in the pandemic, I have to ask a question related to that. What do caregivers need to know when they're taking their loved one to the dentist during this time of COVID? I mean, are there any special things that they need to be aware of? Well, most dental practices are very, very safe, okay? The American Dental Association released a quote-unquote return-to-work guideline for dental practices. And I would venture to say that most dental practices, your mom-and-pop dental practices, as well as your corporate dental practices, follow these guidelines. These guidelines are in line with the CDC guidelines for return to work, right? So that's number one. Number two, what you need to be completely confident about is that dental offices are one of the safest places that we can be in in the healthcare environment. Infection control and personal protective equipment has been the standard of care and some of our medical colleagues are just now reaching, <laughs> uh, catching up to us. So in, in the dental process, you will be safe, okay? You can be rest assured you will be safe. Call and ask your local dentist what guidelines they have employed with the new pandemic. Ask them what they're doing in their practice. How are they protecting their patients and how are they protecting their employees? And I would almost guarantee that the practices, at least in our area, have guidelines and protocols in place to protect you and to protect their employees. Okay. Most of the time, patients are asked pre-appointment screening questions and temperature checks are completed usually at the check-in desk. So rest assured that the dental office is a very safe place for patients. I, I uh, without regard, would commend my colleagues to caregivers because we are very conscious of infection control and um, have been for a number of years. So um, it's a safe place. You guys are ahead, way ahead of the game here. Well, that's great. And so my next question is the warning signs for a caregiver If they see certain things, what are those signs that they need to see to take their loved one to the dentist or even to an oral surgeon? Right. I think the main thing you want to be aware of is if the patient is taking a lot of medications, do they have a dry mouth? Okay. Do they feel like they always need to drink water? Dry mouth is probably the leading contributor for dental decay. So if they take a lot of medications, ask them, hey, is your mouth, do you feel like you have a dry mouth? Do you feel like you're making enough spit in your mouth? Ask questions about dry mouth. If the patients have, if they have pain when they eat food, sometimes when patients are eating hot or cold food, they'll get breakthrough pain. All right. So if patients have pain in their mouth, that is a telltale sign that they may have untreated care in their mouth and they need to follow up with someone. If you notice that they have swelling in their facial region, their jaw, their cheeks, you know, they look puffy, they develop a fever of some sort, they feel sick, that could be uh, a dental infection, okay? So you want to be aware of that pain, swelling, 
fever. Those are signs of infection. Also, uh, if you're helping them with their oral care, you, you know, maybe you could take a look around. Do you see any bright white spots on their tongue, on their, um, on their cheeks? Do you see bright red, red spots anywhere? Those could be signs of either infection or some type of pathology where you would need someone to take a, take a good look at. All right. Um, and then another thing, if patients have, you know, bad breath, okay, sometimes that's a sign of periodontal disease, okay? And if the patient complains about, you know, they're not able to get rid of this bad taste or this bad breath, then that's also a sign, okay, they probably need to see a general dentist in order to have some type of evaluation in their mouth. So those are some of the warning signs, but I think, you know, we know this pain, fever, swelling, those are the key areas. Another thing that I failed to mention is poor nutrition. If the patients won't eat, sometimes they won't eat because it, it, it may be painful, mm-hmm. right? And so they want to avoid foods altogether. All right. So these are just things for you to be on the lookout for. Okay. Thank you, Serena. And lastly, if someone needs to contact you regarding your dental practice or the services you provide, where can they reach you? Okay, thank you. So I am an associate at Michigan Center for Oral Surgery, which is primarily an oral and maxillofacial surgery center. So 75% of what we do has to do with extracting teeth and 25%, about 25% has to do with placement of dental implants. And so if you have questions after this podcast or you'd like to talk to me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to us at our website, www.mymcos.com. We're also on Facebook at Michigan Center for Oral Surgery as well. Okay. Thank you so much, Serena, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is Antonia Harbin-Lamb. Thank you for listening. For more information about our program or more podcasts, please call 313-937-8282 or find us on Facebook at Great Lakes Legal Mediation Division. It's where families coming apart come together.